What up, what up, Wholesale to Million family? For those of you who don't know me, my name is Kong, and what I do is I'll share and help you, right, turn your annual income into monthly, even weekly, through wholesaling real estates. And uh, this is my uh, my first broadcast, so I figure, you know what, maybe I should share with you guys a little bit about my stories, how, I, how my wife and I started living in a little shack behind a mobile home park to now making $250 per month in wholesaling houses and how we do it all virtually, which means we don't see the seller, the property, or the buyer. We're able, we're able to close these transactions all done virtually without physically being there, all right? So um, this is my first broadcast, so if there's any mistakes or anything like that with you know the audio or anything like that, please comment and let me know. And if you haven't followed me on Instagram or YouTube, you can also find me on there. Um, YouTube is Wholesale to Millions. On Instagram, it's, uh, it's Kong, K-H-A-N-G dot, like a period, W-T-M, and Kong, like King Kong or Donkey Kong. So anyways, let's get rocking and rolling. So uh, I'll share with you a little bit about my, my stories and um, throughout the stories, I wanted you guys to understand that I'm compacting my entire life story up until now. I'm 35. So throughout the stories, I want you guys to understand that there are times where there were pain, there were stress, there were loss, confusions, uh, you know, so it's, it's not like a, a smooth sailing. So I definitely do want to let you know that. But anyways, you know, I, uh, I was born in Vietnam. Uh, grew up dirt poor. Grew up in a mutt hut. My my parents actually works in the uh, works in the rice field, rice field. And uh, since we're so poor, you know, I never got uh, put to school. So there's no really formal education. So I can uh, speak my own language, but I can't read or write. Um, because back in my country, you know, education education wasn't free. Like you gotta pay, uh, you gotta pay to go to school, and you have to, you even have to pay to take tests to move up to the next class. So I was fortunate, you know, I was uh, at the at a young age, like five or six, or, or you know, I was already helping my parents, um, whatever whatever that I can, you know, in the rice field, whatever I can. I used to remember catching uh, frogs and lizard uh, for dinner. So, um, anyways, I was fortunate enough to come to America at the age of nine, and um, you know, from right when we got to right when we got to uh, right when we got to America, obviously, I I, I start to attend school. But every single summer, when other kids was, you know, having a good time, hang out with their friends, and and, and you know, and and, and and be a kid, right, and be a kid, and, and do things what what normal kid would do. Um, but instead, every single summer after school, I would help my brother, you know, deliver newspaper at five o'clock in the morning. And then about six o'clock or six thirty in the morning, I get all dressed and uh, we go and pick berries. You got it, man. Strawberries, raspberries, cucumber, beans. I mean, you name it. I picked it. And I did that from the age of nine, um, from the age of nine all the way until I was like 15 or 16. Every single summer. I never really get to hang out and, and, and like you know like a normal kid would. I was you know my parent put me to work, so I understand the value of money and that if you want something you gotta go work for it. You know what I mean? Like money don't come for free. And um, so throughout my like th- throughout my young life already, I was the one thing that my parent built in me is the work ethic. 
Like I, like I, like I can work. Like no problem. I mean, I used to remember going picking berries from six six to six thirty in the morning, and we don't get off until like six seven p.m. at night. Every single day, rain or shine. Um. So, anyways, um, you know, drop out, and then I drop out of high school when I was seventeen. Um. Obviously, as the Asian parent, they want your kids to be a lawyer, a doctor, an engineer. You know, somebody with a degree sitting in an office and making a boatload of money. And to my parent, making a boatload of money is, you know, $100,000 a year. That is killer. So, you know, unfortunately, I, I, I wasn't that person that they wanted me to be. And at about age of 17, I told my mom that, you know, I can work, but I just, I hated school. I hate school because, I, you know... Partly because I was uh, extremely, I mean, when you're talking about someone shy and, and extremely insecure, I was physically, mentally um, insecure about myself, physically, mentally, and, and I was just a super extreme shy kid um, as I was growing up, even up to in my 20s. You know, I mean, I I couldn't be around, you know, three to four people that I don't know. My palms get all sweaty. I get all shaky. And I remember, you know, every single time when there's presentation in class where you have to go up to the front of class or, you know, or the first day of school, I would always skip it because I I, I just can't do it. And uh, so at the t- 17, I told my mom, I'm just going to drop out and I'm just going to uh, and I'm just going to go to work. Obviously, she was unhappy. You're right. She was unhappy, but uh, she got me into working in her uh, one of her company um, that she worked for. So she got me in there, and I start. I can't. I probably I was making like eight bucks or eight fifty. Um, anyway, met my wife at the age of eighteen, and decided to, uh, um, you know, met my wife at the age of eighteen. Told my mom that I'm just gonna pack up and I'm gonna move in with this girl. And um, my wife happens to also happens to be a high school dropout. Coincidence, <laughs> both high school dropout. So same time she she dropped out junior high, seventeen hated school. I mean I was mentally, man I was mentally like at the at when I was freshman when I was freshman I was mentally was already a dropout. Like I was physically there but mentally I was gone. So but it took me that long to to get up and tell my mom that I'm gonna bounce right. I'm just gonna bounce, and um, the one thing is that so when I met my wife, her um, she um, she was living in a mobile home park with her mom. She was living in her single Y mobile home park with her mom, with like I don't know five or six or seven other her uh, brother and sisters and aunt and uncle, like all into one single Y mobile home. And uh, one day, one day, I told my mom that hey, you know what? I met this girl I fall in love with, and I'm just gonna move in with her. And my mom was my mom was so mad, and she said, "If you leave, we will disown you. Like you're not my son anymore." Because basically, now we come into religions challenge. My my wife is Buddha, and I and I'm Catholic. And for a a Catholic, you know, for 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 like three generations, we're been Catholic and, and and that is that is totally against the religions and my mom just don't my my parents just don't accept that. But despite of all that, I told my mom I was out. I move in with uh, I move in I move in with the wife, and uh, you know we were struggling because uh, as I was you know dating the wife, I was calling in sick, so I got fired, and uh, we're financially struggled because it was so hard for me to find another job and and um, and. Uh, 
pretty much like for me to find another job I have to only work with a few people and you know to work with a bunch of people it it's just not me I just wasn't like I didn't feel comfortable so anyways uh, you know obviously the 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 single wide is starting to get too crowded so my wife and I move into a little shack right behind her right behind her mom's single wide and that's where they used to put all the tools right so uh, my wife and I move in there from the age of 18 and I remember I remember about a month or two months in as my wife as, as, as I was driving her home as I was driving her home we both turned to each other almost the same time and said hey no kids we just gonna sacrifice our teens or 20s like whatever it is right we just gonna make the sacrifices do whatever it's required and whatever it's necessary to get to financial freedom but no kids we know that we knew that if we have kids it was just gonna hold us back right it was just gonna hold us back so we're like nope no kids and uh i guess my wife and i you know we really don't want kids um uh, we decided when when whenever we do we're just gonna go um do the adoption way so anyways from 18 to like 20 we living on a budget um i finally found another job and then i was starting out on that job making eight dollar and fifty cents um so it took me six months. So I, I got laid off for six months, and then I, I I finally found another job. And my wife really cried and say, "Kong, you 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 just gotta suck it up and and, and, and take this job." So I was making eight dollar and fifty cents at that time. My wife and I um, we pretty much budget living on a major major budget. So after all expenses is paid, we decided to live on a $50 budget a month. So $50 to spend on whatever you want, you know, shopping, eating out, whatever that is. But $50 a month. And man, it was uh, extremely hard. Extremely hard. But at the time, you we knew that we have to do we have to do what we have to do, right? You just have to do whatever it takes. And um um, and, and and I remember every single Friday, my wife would get a paycheck and she would write it down on, on the calendar. She would save the pay sub. And the, the reason why we decided to do that is because my wife wanted to get out of that trailer park. And the only way that we knew how to get out is to save our way out of there. All right? Is to save our way out of there. That's, 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 that's all we knew how to do. Because we were, we, you, you guys gotta understand, we're surrounded by friends and families that are average, regular worker, right? Have had a nine to five job. None of them an entrepreneur. Don't have any, a business mind or ideas or anything like that. So we knew for, or the only way for us to get out is to save our way out. So that's why we have to do what we need to do. It's, it's, it's budget. And I remember one time going to eat pho. For those of you who know what pho is, it's a, uh, it's a, it's, a, it's 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 one of my absolute favorite. I can eat that seven days always. I can eat that seven days a week. Um, so I remember going to eat pho, and I order a spring roll, and my wife would say no, no spring roll for him. I said what? I said lawn. Come on, man. All I want is a spring roll, and the spring roll is like you know like two dollars. She said, Kong, we don't have the budget for that, but I promise you that you can have all the spring roll you want in the future. And I said, man, what kind of life is this? <laughs> right? What kind of life is this? But uh, anyways, um, we pretty much suck it up. I was making $8.50. Wife was working at a part-time job. Um, she uh, worked at a part-time job in the mall at a, at a hair extension kiosk. So at the age of 20, we had an opportunities. And the opportunities was the guy that, the guy that she was working for 
pretty much he's trying to grow too quick, too fast, too quick. So he uh, he kind of went down, and 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 so he decided to to sell his shop over. And it was a hair extension shop. You know, it's like one of those kiosks. Like I don't know if you ever seen one of those keys, uh, one of those little small kiosks in the mall. So we we bought that over, and he he's selling it for twenty thousand. And uh, I think my wife and I had about maybe a little bit over fifteen thousand dollars saved up. So we took all of our money, every single penny, every single penny, gave it to the guy, and owe him five thousand dollars. And he and and we promised him, you know, if if if, if he could do that for us, let us owe him five thousand. We will promise, you know, we promise gonna we're gonna pay him back as soon as we make the money and save up the five thousand dollars. So um, at, at this time, you know, we had no money to hire employee. My wife was working there. The mall opened at what 10 a.m. all the way to 9 p.m. And she said, "Hey Kong, you know, I really need you to come in and help me out with this business. We don't have the money to hire employee, and for and plus, you know what? We really just 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 need to do this and start building up the cash before we can do that." And uh, I said, "Lon, I said, Lon, I said, Lon, you know, I don't go to the mall." And you telling me that I have to sell hair extension? You guys gotta understand that I, like I said, I was super shy and super insecure. Um, I never go to the mall where I live, never ever. And she said, "Well, Colin, you gotta help me out. If you don't, we're gonna go down and under." And then she cried and she begged me. So I suck it up. I suck it up. I went into the mall. I opened up the kiosk, and I was like, "Oh my god, my palm was sweaty. My I I, I was sweating." But I said, Kong, come on, let's do this. Let's do this. And um, so basically, you guys got to understand, products don't sell self. And, I, and I'm sorry if this, is, if this story is, is longer than... Uh, how, it, 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 sorry that this story is taking so long. But this is my biggest battle that I have to battle myself and overcome myself. The biggest, the biggest... And I suck it up and you, see products don't sell itself. So you got to try the products on for people, right? You got to try, you got to let them try it. So we get, so I, so for, for you, for us to do that, we have to ask random girls or ladies goes by and ask them. So I, I suck it up and I said, I, I, I saw, I saw a couple of girls go by and I said, hi ladies, you want to get your hair done? And very, very quiet voice. And they turn back to me and they say, no. And you guys, oh my god, it was my first objection, like rejection. I'm sorry if it was my first rejection ever. My heart just dropped and all and I grabbed the keys and, and, and while I was running out of the mall, I couldn't hold the tears in. Like I couldn't, like you know, like I couldn't hold the tears. It would just keep on falling. And I got into the car, I was driving home and a bunch of thoughts was going through my head and I was like, Who am I with? Right? Am I with the right chick? Like why would why would somebody make like why would you why would you make someone you love do something that you know that they 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 are not capable or don't want to do? So I was questioning if I was with the right girl, and as I was driving home, and she's like, "What are you doing at home, Kong?" And I told exactly what happened, and I cry, and she cry, and she's like, "Kong, you got to man up." She said, "Kong, you got to man up, right? You you can't be who you are." For our life to change. She said for our life to change Kong. You must first change. And you know. You guys can understand. It's it's always easy said and done man. 
and I cry and she cry and she begged me and begged me and begged me and and eventually you know I suck it up and 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 the next six months so now I was working two jobs I was working five o'clock in the morning at a, a at my full-time job and I'll come home I'll shower I come in about like 3 p.m and then I'll and then uh, my wife go home and takes her break and then I'll and then I'll work until like uh, you know not uh, 9 p.m at night and uh, within like six months, man, within six months, I was feeling comfortable. I was feeling comfortable. I was feeling confident. I didn't, all the rejections, everything was just, I didn't really care anymore. It was just like, it didn't really mean anything to me anymore. And uh, we worked from, eight, and we worked two, I worked two jobs. So we, we, we did it from the age of 20 all the way until we're 27, bought our first house at the age of 23. We bought our first house at the age of 23, and at this time, you know, uh, nobody knows. My friends and family don't even know that we own the hair kiosk. We just told them that we worked there as a, um, you know, just just as an employee. And the thing is, you know, I wasn't super uh, proud of it because, you know, we really own a job, not a business. Because we were we were the first one to open up the kiosk and the last one to leave. So obviously, nobody can fire you. You right? Nobody can fire us, but we own a job, not a business. So we're working in our business, you know. So at the age of 27, my wife, you know, she's like, yeah, yeah, Kong, you know what? Um, we got to come up with Plan B. And at this time, you know, we got our house paid off, we got our car uh, paid off. We're pretty much we got some money sitting in the bank, and I really thought that this was it, right? I really thought that this was this was this was it to life. At the age of 18, made all the sacrifices, work and work and work, no vacation, no hangout. We sacrificed our teens, you know, our 20s, not hang out, friends and family. We distant, no no vacation, no nothing. Was just strictly work and build or and get to financial freedom. And at 27, I thought that this was it. That oh my gosh, we did it, right? So we took a little trip to Vietnam. We went to Vietnam for about three weeks or a month. Came back. The wife went. The wife just went depressed. She went depressed for about two weeks. She just stayed in the room and stayed in the house. Didn't really want to go out. I asked her why, and uh, she she I think she knew why, but she was too kind of like kind of she was she didn't know what to say like like didn't know how to explain herself like like I I think she knew why she was depressed, but she was just didn't have the guts to say it. But um, anyways, one day she went to the mall and she met a security guy. And the security guy, somehow they talked and a subject comes up and the the security guy recommend her to go watch the movie called The Secret. For those of you who knows this, you know what I'm about to get into. So she and then so she went, got the movie, right? Went on YouTube, got the movie, got the book, The Secret, watched it. One night I came home from the mall. It was like 9.30 or 10 p.m. I opened up the door, uh, the bedroom door, and she was just jumping up and down and all excited and all that. And I said, oh, my God, what is going on? This chick is whack. One day she's depressed. The next day she's super excited and happy about life. What is going on? So I asked her, and she said, Kong, I figure it out. I figure it out. I can tell you now why I was so sad and so depressed. I said, what is it? Why? 
She said, Kong, it's because I wanted to become a millionaire or a multi-millionaire, but my mind limited me and tell me that I can never achieve it. I can never have it. And if I even do have it, I won't be able to have it until I'm 65 or 70. We'll just have to work and save our way there. So, and she said that this movie had exploded and has let me know that anything is possible in life as long as we declare and say that we want it. But obviously, the work got to gotta come in, right? So she said, Kong, it's, it's okay that we're high school dropout. We don't have, as long as we want it, we can have whatever we desire, Kong. So she got super excited. And then, obviously, after that movie, after the book, it leads us uh, into, and I'll share with you what and how we got into real estates now. So one day I was driving her home from the mall. Now she's all excited and happy about life again, right? It's like you want something so, so bad and your mind, your brain keep on telling you, you can never have it how you feel, right? So anyways, and then once you know that, oh wow, you can have it, then boom, everything just just exploded, right? So anyways, one day I was driving her home from the mall and we drove by Barnes & Noble. At a stoplight, she said, Kong, Take me to Barnes & Noble. I said, where? She said, turn into Barnes & Noble right now. I said, um, into Barnes & Noble. I said, uh, I turned to her and I said, Lon, do you know who goes there? She said, who? I said, smart people, Lon. People that read books. People, smart people, not us. We're both high school dropout. We never finish a book in our life. What makes you think that we need to go in there? She said, Kong, shut up. Just, just, just turn and take me there. Anyway, I said, whatever, man, man. This chick is whack. And she said, oh, it's my intuition, Kong. Take me there. So anyways, we went to Barnes & Noble. And I didn't know what the heck she was doing. But she was she going up and down these aisles. And then finally, she came across the book, a real estate book called How Come That Idiot Is Rich and I'm Not. And she she brought, she brought bought the book, read, back, read, read through it fall in love with the author, fall in love with everything that he got to say about it, about real estates. He'll show you how to, you know, fix and flip, wholesale, lease options, owner contracts, subject to being a landlord, passive income, using other people's money, OPT, using other people's time, right? Like you don't have to know it all. You can hire people to do the things that you're not good at, etc., etc. Everything that you can about real estate, this book's cover it. She went home. I went and, and dig into the guy, watch some of his YouTube ch- channel, love it. And then um, she bought a ticket, a $7,000 three-day seminar ticket. Uh, went through, went there, taught us. And, you know, they talk about the whole real estate. Went, went through the, went to the three-day seminars. And then I finally, you know, um, after six months in, after six months in, um, we were doing everything that is said, but I got no deals. Got no deals. You know, we got a lot of time, a lot of money invested right now, and still no deals. And finally, six months in, we met our mentor in Florida. Met a mentor in Florida, and this time I just knew that I need a one-on-one mentor. I know a lot of you guys ask me, so Kong, do 